Anthony with Tornado Tag Podcast. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. This is going to be our car ride home episode. No video on this one, just audio. You get to hear our sweet, sweet, smooth, sexy voices. Um, we're in the car today with myself, always, uh, and Brian uh, from uh, Tornado Tag and the Murder My Dude. And we have a special guest today. Um, I like that. The Murder My Dude. The Murder My I'm Dude. I'm changing that. That's our <laughs> name. The Murder My Dude. Um, and then uh, we have a special guest here. Uh, we we uh, we broke his PPW cherry. My little brother. Home from the military, um, he's a Navy. Um, he's a seaman level two, right? Yeah, uh, level three now. Level three seaman. Promoted. I'm, I'm going to be petty soon too. Oh my God! So you, you start off with seaman in the military, in the Navy, and then you go from seaman to petty. They're the, I mean, I respect the military, but uh, our names suck. They're terrible names. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty you, bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so your first PPW show, we'll get into a little bit. Um, actually, before we dive into the card, PPW. Resistance, correct? Yes, yes. PPW Resistance. Um, awesome card. Kind of disappointed in the turnout, but December it was a tough month for wrestling in general. Yeah, the weekend before Christmas, some people are away, like visiting people. I, I, I can't put my my head in a promoter's um, a promoter. It's like brain because I've never promoted a wrestling show. Obviously, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I, I, you didn't have like the Austin Aries or the Rhino this time. I mean, I'm not, not to shortchange the Blue Meaner, Veda Scott, no, they're stars, but I think it was a good. Yeah, I think they were like, but this, the house probably is going to be great. So let's get some local people because I know Meanie's Philly. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's the, like saves on fly-ins and whatnot. Yeah, it was fun. So overall, without kind of getting into any cards, Austin, what did you think of the PPW experience? It was awesome. There was a lot of, of course, it being indie, it definitely had that low grade feel but in a good way like well they're very cool. high production for an indie show yes yeah very high production not many people have a lot of the stuff that the PPW has going on it was awesome full camera crew um light Lighting, sound production yeah. yeah that's that is something you don't very you don't get at a lot of other local areas uh wrestling shows now when he said low grade i don't want to say like hey we're thinking that you say he's never been to an indie show that's a, right. the only thing he's ever experienced is what he sees on tv yeah yeah right that's compared to, I said in a good way yeah yeah like, compared to wwe they're a little bit more like obviously they'll have a vince mcmahon's budget but yeah they, there are shows where you it's a ring and chairs on three sides and yeah that's it yeah um first off want to want a huge thank you to paul and 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 uh we'll say tj um, the rest, for, of the whole crew there. Yeah, the, the whole PPW crew. As soon as we walked in, they're like, "Hey, um, we're we're moving you from a general admission to front row." They put us right behind the commentary table. We are very apologetic that we weren't as loud as we normally are. I'm I'm working with a neck injury. The doctors in the back said I can't wrestle. I'm like Bret Hart, <laughs> um, but I was really focused. I was I was really tuning in. I wanted to really give a good review here and, and do and do due diligence. So I tried not to get too too crazy and maybe lose track of some stuff, but. Um, we did give a few of them out there, but for the most part, I think we just kind of, we did our, like, Brian took notes the whole time, which is great. So, um, speaking of the notes, 
And before, actually, sorry, before we even get into that, I'm, I'm all over the place here. It is hard to do this while you're driving. Yeah, um, it's tough. <laughs> Last um, time you missed an exit. I did. We, we took the long <laughs> way home. Um, we, uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, um, check out our, our merch page. Um, just go over our Facebook at uh, Tornado Tag Podcasts on Facebook. Um, you can check us out on YouTube, or if you're already listening to this, then you can find us on any other uh, podcast or music service. Uh, just search IWEP Network. You can check out all of our four shows we have going on there. And then you can also check out uh, Murder My Dude on all major podcast platforms. So while we got that out of the way, like I said, grab some t-shirts. And if you don't buy our stuff, go check out other people. I um, want a quick, quick shout out to the uh, the guys over at Wicked Turtle. I was rocking my brand new Wicked Turtle shirt today, as well as, uh, what was that? Uh, Something launched on my phone. Oh, um, and then I'm trying I also, to use my phone for light, and it's like just opening apps. Oh, <laughs> um, and then I also want to give a huge shout out to uh, another podcast slash wrestler guys, uh, the Sambo Show, and you can always check out our boy Andy Header over at Calling It in the Power Ring. So there's three awesome wrestling promotions there. Just realized, as I said, up to the fourth, PA Piledriver um, is another guy. He wasn't there tonight. But he is a guy who covers a lot of PPW, huge PPW fan. So he wasn't there tonight, so we're going to help him out a little tonight and do a full show review. Um, but go check out all those guys. Really, really cool. I would say they're in the description below, but this is audio only, so you can't really click links. So if you go over to our Facebook page, send me a message if you want to know who any of those are, and I will get you right where you need to be. Um, so that being said, PPW starts, Andy. Uh, yeah, Andy. PPW starts not with Andy. Oh, Andy gained a lot of weight. Holy crap. Yeah, it started, Brian. What, what do we start with? Uh, we started with a promo this time. Casey Navarro, who was going to be challenging for the PPW heavyweight title held by Clutch Adams, comes out at the very beginning, says he's going to win the title. His uh, his good friend Sebastian Cage is out with him, and um, I didn't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, so as soon as Sebastian came out, I wasn't a fan. I okay. wasn't a fan. Uh, I just don't trust people that wear Superman clothes. Okay. So, uh, is this point. a Chris Hero thing? No, this is just oh. I, I'm, I'm a I love my DC Comics, but I'm a Batman fan, and I see that giant ass, and I say trouble. Well, who knows? You know. <laughs> Maybe foreshadowing. We'll, Maybe we'll foreshadowing. see how that we'll see how that goes. I did make a prediction early in the night. You we'll did. You, you whispered something to me, and I'm, and I'm like, yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> and then after something else happened, I'm like, yeah, maybe not. But then, yeah, yeah. Um, so. That was a quick opening promo, and then j- r- jumping right into it with a tag team title match to open. You had the Punk Rock All Stars taking on Main Event, the champions. Punk Rock gave it to them. Yeah, they did. Uh, main Event uh, played catch up a lot of yeah, match. Yeah, uh, they started off started off a little sluggish, uh, started off a little off, missed a few things, but they they came back. It, it, it's you, you you have to have a short memory, I think. Yeah. And and they did, and they finished strong. Uh, they cut the. Um, the Punk Rock All-Stars cut the ring in half and then um, just kept uh, Jay Lyon in the ring for a while. Everyone got... everyone was very festive tonight. There was a lot of Christmas yeah. theme. Punk Rock All-Stars had a little red and green in their beards. Yeah, uh, definitely. Their, their manager came out and uh, she, had, she had a little Santa getup with some red and some... Uh, so everyone was very festive. Also, really, do you have any thoughts on that match, the opener? I really liked both of them. I liked main event. They were really cool. I told you they're going to be Their awesome. Their stick was really cool. But I like the Punk Rock All-Stars. Yeah. Yeah. They were really, really cool, too. They, they like. It was just a great way to open it up. Yeah. Punk Rock All- And this is not a knock on Punk Rock All-Stars. I'm not saying I, like, I don't like the team. I am a fan. But it's very easy to get kind of foreshadowed in that tag division in, in, in PPW. Because you got some heavy hitters in there with South Philly's Finest that you didn't get to see tonight. Uh, main event, Sambo Show, and then the Punk Rock All-Stars. I mean, 
There's a lot of good tag it, teams. It's very easy to get pushed to the back of the line there, but every time they get the ring, Punk Rock always reminds you that don't always forget about them. They do a great job. Yeah, and just a very distinctive look, and, and obviously Main Event's got that too. Yeah. And, and Main Event did pick up the win. They did, uh, you know, Jay Lyon played Ricky Morton, so to speak, but they got the tag in the Midas, and, and, and then from there, Main Event just kind of found their footing. And Lyon got his stake, and it was all over. Yep, and that was it. <laughs> and then um, trying to see the second match. Uh, Header. I'm trying to. That's it, Andy Header. I couldn't think of the name. Right. <laughs> Against uh, Nola Catano. Yeah, very and talented. I could kid. see those two being a tag team. Like, yeah. Because they're very, like, you have the heavy anime influence. You have Andy, who's into the whole, like, uh, geek culture thing, too. Yeah. And, and does the arrow. And, his, and uh, yeah, hell of a match. I thought it was one of the better matches of the night, if not the best. And One again, of the best singles. And I always feel bad, like, saying this because, oh, it's oh, your podcast, boy, it's, it's your boy. boy. No, it's, it, like, it was it, genuinely a good match. Yeah, like, they didn't They didn't really try to uh, overdo it. They didn't try to do a lot of crazy flips and crazy things. It was very chain wrestling. I mean, but we're very old. Like, we, we're right. our style that we enjoy. I mean, we do like spots, so we do like when they flip around and do the fun stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'm... I kind of like when you keep it between the ropes and you yeah. kind of just you, you, you kind of do your work, you especially know? if you're the second match on the card. Yeah, like, there's there's a place for that, and it's not the second match on the card. And they went out there and they did what they needed to do. Exactly. I think Andy's the type of guy. No matter where you put, he he can play up to where you need him to be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I've seen him at PPW leave the ring and do some crazy stuff, but that's when he was also main eventing at PPW at that show. But so he knows where he fits in, where he like, Hey, I'm a second spot or third spot. I'm following this. This follows me. This is where we probably should do Like, This is how we should roll this match. Um, he did a great job. And, uh, and the, the, his opponent was phenomenal. I yeah. Don't, I don't I, remember his name. I'm Nola terrible. Katana. Nola Katana. And I hope they bring him back. Yeah. He was excellent. I'd watch him again. Totally. Totally. Yeah, fun, fun guy. It was, uh, it did. It felt like at all the flashy things going on, Andy's match was more of a technical standpoint. Yeah, start, which, uh, they start off with a lot of chain wrestling. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not huge into wrestling. Like I'm slowly getting back into it, but I really did enjoy that. Yeah. Because it, it was a good break from all of the high flying stuff, and it being a technical fight like that, it kind of made it shine even more. Yeah. The first two matches, I mean, I, I wouldn't say high flying. I mean, you got a few suicide dives, but the first two matches kind of kept it in the ropes and. First one was a very classic old school tag, just trying to fight for that tag, that hot tag, and and, and get your team going. And then Andy kind of, um, kind of kept that going with some chain wrestling. It striking was, a lot, of yeah, a lot of striking. It was like it was the first two matches were very. Uh, if you're an NWA fan, it would have been right up your alley. And uh, and also it's it's a little bit of it like intelligence, like in foresight, and on the part of all all six people involved in those first two matches. Yeah, you look up that card and you see Casey Navarro and Facade. You're like, okay. Maybe I can hold back on the flips tonight. Yeah. Like, yep. they, they've got that covered. And, Absolutely. And they definitely brought something else to the table, and that was uh, that was very smart of them. Yeah. Um, third match, and uh, unfortunately, um, Andy Hedder took the L. Yeah, Andy, uh, Andy lost. Very cool. Uh, it was the old Eli <sighs> Skipper move, the play of the day. Uh, I think sometimes it was called the, the – I think they called it, like, the overdrive when Randy Orton did it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a thing where it looks like a rocker dropper, but you throw it forward. But it looked really good. Sometimes the move looks a little it looked a little wonky. too good. I was I I, I get like I, I not just for Andy, but for other people in the ring. When I watch a guy yeah. go down, like ooh, man, I my 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 eye didn't catch the whole thing. Like that look, it could have been a little uh, a little rough there. But he was fine. Um, and when you're when you're kind of a, a we'll say a smart fan, you can kind of see when people get checked on. 
right. and they can they kind of give the tell. Like so, when they went over and, and Andy kind of without stealing our stealing, but kind of patting them on the side, like, "Hey, man, good match. I'm good." Referee, like, "Hey," and he's it's just kind of shaking his head. So it's always good to see, like, "Hey," it's always good to see that stuff when double, so, people are double checking on him. So then after the match, all of a sudden, Lucatano is getting a nice ovation, and he uh, offers. He's like, "Hey, give Andy a little bit too." Yeah, and uh, yeah. so there you go. I would love to see those two maybe link up again, whether it's wrestling again as a tag team, maybe. I, I, think, never it's, know what's I think it's the next match. We had uh, Chris. Uh, the next match was uh, it's a tag team match. Chris Banks and J.J. Adams Banks. against the Sambo show. I think Chris Banks looks like him and Andy could play like a brother's role. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he, he's got decent size. Like he's, uh, he's, a, he's, got a, yeah, he's got size for an indie guy. Behind the curtain, he, 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 he may be uh, connected to somebody else you see on the card later on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but super talented. First time I got to meet him in person, we did talk over Facebook Messenger a while. Super, super nice guy. Very, very cool. He came over and that's gave not, me. That's not, that's not blow up the spot. He's an asshole. He's a heel. As a heel. Yeah. yeah. I, I, in the ring, he's a, he came yeah. over and gave me some shit. But, uh, yeah, he, very good look. He, he, Yo, he's yeah. good, at, good at what he does. Like, professional. Like, you, like, he would not look out of place on a na- major nationwide TV no, show. No, not at all. And, and that's, and, and a lot of any wrestling, and, and honestly, me that not knows because you're, you know, this is your first show in a, like, a while or ever. Yeah. But a lot of guys, like, you'll see guys wrestling in, like, and, and, and if you do this, that's fine. Like T-shirts or sweatpants or, yeah. or uh, Under Armour. And, and this guy, is, he, you can tell he's like really devoted to it. And and he, 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 he puts that in his look and his presentation is where it needs to be. Yeah. Uh, he has a champion look. And speaking of that, oh, my God, did the Sambo show act like stars out there. Woo, From the minute they hit the curtain. Spe- yeah, speaking of Christmas and being festive, yeah. they came out in full gear, Santa and an elf. Yeah, um, if you've seen them before, they got in the ring that night. They had track jackets, like mm-hmm. tracksuit jackets, um, and they look phenomenal. They did. They're, they look like they, they look. You know what? I want podcast jackets now. I seen the Sambo <laughs> show with the name embroidered on the. I'm like, you know what? I want TTP track jackets. And if I steal them, Sambo show, I stole it from you. Well, All right. <laughs> I, I always love it because like Chikara people have those. They have like well, they're like just track yeah track jackets. Yeah, man. And they were such a sharp. Cool look. They were sharp. And, and their gear, their gear was brand new. Gear looked amazing. The Sambo show splattered all over it, but it looked great. And uh, boy, was this match zero to a hundred. Mm-hmm. They Sambo show went out and just put. They were just non. They were fast paced the whole time. Yeah, um, it wasn't. It wasn't a one sided match though, man. It was. It was. It went back and forth. But it was. A, it was uh, when the Sambo show got rolling. They went. They got it rolling. And they and they did pick up the win. Yeah, JJ uh, Adams and uh, and Chris Banks had valiant effort, but yeah, not quite there. The Sambo Bra- show was a like runaway brand new trade. tag team to PPW. Yeah. So and another word, I hope they come back. They, yeah, they they definitely and even if they're not a tag team, they come back as something. Yeah, absolutely. I would I wouldn't mind seeing either one of them in the ring again because it did seem like yeah that was like the Sambo show sh- really shown there, and I would love to see them in maybe a more featured role where they I'll get a little you, chance to do what they my, can do. I mean, I'm not a booker at PPW. Um, I do know some of the guys listen, but I mean, main event. I love you guys. My favorite tag team there. But uh, you had an off night tonight, and the Sambo Show showed that they, in my eyes, they're the clear number one contenders right now. Yeah. Go, and- going into the new year, it's it's it's, it's crazy not to think. It, it's crazy to me not to not I, to book that match. And I know they did that match before the Impact Show, but uh, that that show that there was obviously like time constraints with all the Impact things yeah. and. and to, and they went again zero to a hundred, and they tried to 
do as much as they could in a little bit of time. And if they got the time to breathe and really be a featured match, maybe even a main event of yeah, a show, part of the pun, they could, they could tear the house down no matter who wins. Yeah. So then uh, from there, we have a one-on-one match. Uh, Sebastian Cage, again, in his Superman gear against Mantequilla with some brand new gear too. Brand new gear from Mantequilla looked great. Yeah, excellent. Great Actually, looking gear. gear. Really good. Um, good match. Yeah, we, we got a chance to uh, to talk to Andy a little bit after uh, after his match and he was even saying like the Mantequilla gear a little inspired by Octagon, one of the yeah. most famous luchadors ever, but also I, I, I got it like a, it's funny you brought up DC Comics, it's almost like an old school Adam West Batman because it was like that gray, yeah, the gray with the yellow, yellow accents yeah. and they have a guy with the Superman theme and Sebastian Cage mm-hmm. and um, so it was almost like a, like the DC. I was waiting for them to both say their name was Martha and stop fighting. Yeah, like that's that's basically where it was going. <laughs> so this one was interesting. Um, instead of doing the chain wrestling, instead of doing a lot of high flying, it was a lot of counter for counter flip kick, like just trying to get one up on each other, and they couldn't really do it for a while. Um, and then they finally start going, and we had a weird end to this one. Yeah. So uh, Mantequilla goes for a reverse Rana, and Cage goes down and doesn't get back up. Yeah, and everybody comes in to check on him, and he, they he, call the match. Yeah, they well, they did say it was a three. At no, first, they said it was a two. Pin attempt. He was no, there wasn't even a pin. Oh, really? He was just knocked out. Oh, I thought they. I thought it, I thought the ref kept saying it was a three. It was a three. No, no they they stopped the match. Yeah, they they just stopped the match on that, and uh, yeah, because he was injured, and so they help Cage to the back. Mantiki gives does a little promo, and uh, it. it Maybe that's the last we see of Sebastian Cage for the night. Yeah, that was a rough. It was a rough. It looked scary. It was a scary bump, man. Um, man, you go, you go see. I it. didn't, and, and I, again, I hate to kind of dissect it like this because um, somebody came over to me, one of the one of our uh, buddies there, and he's like, I, "Is he okay?" I'm like, and I just gave him a little, the little nod, like, "Yeah, it's because yeah, yeah. I had a feel. We both had a feeling. Yeah, and um, we'll, we'll get there as a." Yeah. As we sometimes say. So we we, des- we dissect shows. We try not to go too much behind the curtain. I don't want people to think like people's feeding us anything. It's just being a wrestling fan. You, you kind of know yeah, some things. You, yeah, you, you get your radar. You like you, you can, and, and that's because they foreshadow. Like yeah, it's deliberate. Like yeah. it's, it's not saying they did that. that uh, Let, uh, yeah, wrong. it was not. It was not something that was. We're we're, we're kind of giving stuff away, but it wasn't something that was. Everyone in the building knew what was happening. You know what I mean? There was some people who were genuinely like, oh, my God. But if you knew how to read between the lines, yeah. you kind of see yeah, you, it. Yeah, come. 100%. So, so then... Intermission, right? Um, no, I believe we had one more match before intermission. Maybe we didn't. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, but we had Isaac Rule and the Titan Outlaws in a six-man tag match against the uh, the BWO. You had uh, Meanie, the Blue Meanie... Mm-hmm. Uh, Fox Vineyard. Fox Vineyard. And, uh, and Draven. I know him. Draven. So, real quick with Draven. So, um, first time back in a while, right? Yeah. So, he, he's been um, kind of a local legend when it comes to wrestling. So, way, 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 way back Draven in the Blaze, day. I should Draven say Blaze. Austin, you, you might remember this. We went to go see a wrestling show, and our buddy Dave Little was wrestling at the time. And there I was a he there was a gentleman who had his face painted like the crow, and yes. he did a crow gimmick. Yes, that was that long ago. Austin was probably I was eight, under under ten years old. I was eight or nine. Yes, eight or nine years old. Because I remember I remember when I saw him, I'm like, oh, the Brandon Lee, the crow. Yes, that's him. He's he kind of has a resurgence going on, and he's back, and he's he looks and good. He's, yeah, it looks real good. So I, I went up to him 
after like kind of during one of the intermissions, I was like, man, you're never going to remember me. And then hundred percent. But I went to see you a long time ago my, when my buddy Dave was training at your, Dave Little was training at your facility, and then me and my buddy Tony were thinking about doing it, and it was just like it just didn't work out. But man, like you were a big deal back then. It's good to see you back and and in the ring again. Like I was supposed to see you at Outbreak, but I missed that show. But so Draven's an old school guy, man. Been doing it a long time. Got a lot of chops under his belt. Um, and then obviously uh, Fox on his team. Uh, was wearing a really cool BWO shirt. Yeah, well, I've seen better. Yeah, um, so I had an old-school Blue Meanie shirt. I met the Blue Meanie like four years ago in Pottsville, and all I had was a medium. And I was like, dude, whatever you have to do to get in this shirt, if you want to wear it, you can, have, like, you can use it for tonight. So he signed it. The Blue Meanie already had it signed. And then after the show match was over, he wiped his sweat all over it and threw it at me. <laughs> um, so I got an entering shirt. Ring used. A ring used shirt from Fox. Um, thank you so much, man. It was really cool. I don't want to sound weird, but like it means a lot. Like that's kind of cool. I feel like a little piece of PPW history. There you go. And I am very, I am a very big Blue Meanie fan. I met the guy a couple times. I met him in an airport one time. He's just a sweetheart, man. He's one of the nicest dudes I've ever met. And always a lot of fun. Yeah, super fun dude. Um, and, and that's what the aim of this match was, because you had the very straight laced, serious uh, guys on the heel side. Yeah. Uh, yeah as. Uh, People say Isaac Rule is basically mini Braun. Isaac uh, Rule is the what champ is he? He is the I believe, what's called the No Limits champ. That's right. Yep. Yeah, No Limits champ, uh, which I believe he won from Fox. Yes. He, uh, so he's there, and that's uh, not that's not two small dudes going out. No, right those two, two those big fellas. There's a lot of men in that ring. There's a lot of men. That was a, that was a big boy match. And yeah, and and I, I believe Isaac's one of the newer guys, and you wouldn't tell by the way he carries himself. No, not at all. You wouldn't tell by the way he carries himself at all, and then. Obviously, you're gonna have some fun in there. It's the Blue Meanie, and Fox is a very colorful, uh, just a guy you'll remember. Like we said yeah. about main event, you'll remember when you see him. Fox, Fox's per, like personality outside of the ring and how he was inside the ring, how he was like that super hyper. Oh yeah, he's super chill when he's not in the ring. Yeah, yeah it was complete chill. night and day. Like, but he's like a, a giant nerd too, man. He's super into like comics yeah. and, and superhero stuff. And yeah, he's and a cool, cool just guy. Just the way he looks. Yeah, oh, you look he, at him and you're like, he's a scary looking dude, man. Yeah. He's, yeah. and he's, then he has his hair with the works, side mohawk. He works out, man. He's a big guy. <laughs> Don't know how he fit in a medium. Um, yeah, his arm was the size of my head. His <laughs> no shoulder, idea. It's a bowling ball. Yeah, that, that shirt. That shirt is probably now large. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was really cool. But unfortunately, the BWO they, came up short. They did. Uh, referee was distracted, and Bull of the uh, the, the Titan Outlaws hit him with a cowbell. Hit the Blue Meanie with a cowbell. He needed a little more cowbell. Meanie goes down. Meanie does not get back up. But alas, uh, Fox get. Fox did resuscitate him with a Blue, blue World Order shirt. If you've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and one of the and, and it's funny because sometimes that less is more thing. One of the biggest pops of the night is. Blue meanie spot, look up, and then he punches him in the face, and then yeah. they try to do the same thing to meanie. Meanie just punches. I dance with the blue meanie. I just want to put that yeah, out there. You did. You I dance with, with the blue meanie. meanie. And uh, oh, always a fun time when the meanie's there. Always a fun time. Love him. Uh, and then we go from. And the- he will be in RetroSoft's brand new game. Um, That's right. So check that out. WrestleMania. Uh, Wrestle- Retromania. Retromania. Retromania is going to have the entire Blue World Order. So you will get Blue Meanie, Stevie Richards. And I just drew a blank on the other Big two. Big Stevie Cool. Big Stevie Cool. The blue guy. Yeah. And, and the, Hollywood Nova. Yes. All in the game. So if you are a BWO fan, pick it up. And I don't know about Thomas Inchworm Rodman. Yeah. Probably and not. Hopefully we find out soon if our boy Andy Hedder made the cut. So uh, from there, I think the intermission was there. I'm not 100% on that. Okay. Uh, from there, we had a uh, five-way number one contenders match. Yeah, a very uh, cool match. Winner gets a shot at the PPW title. 
Uh, again, later on in the night, it would be Clutch Adams and Casey Navarro going for that. Uh, it was Deshaun Pratt who has been on our show. Um, and then you had Rembrandt. You also had Bro Killer, uh, Facade, the Neon Ninja, and Luca Brazzi stepping out of the tag division. Uh, it's, it's his partner's like expecting a kid any day now, right? That's uh, tonight. Oh, tonight! Oh my goodness. She she is she is in labor as we speak. Oh, so we we have a yeah. Congrats! Yeah. So super congratulations, South Philly's finest, bringing in bringing in a new fine addition to the family. Another um, eagle strand in the world. It's uh, a beautiful thing. You know what? I'll let that one slide because, <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so super super happy for though uh, for Jimmy and and his and his, and his girl. Um, I, I wish we wish you nothing but the best here, Tornado Tag. But man, I'll tell you what, Jimmy, if you are listening back, Luca did his thing tonight. Oh my goodness, he's um, shown. So he couldn't do the team high five with with you tonight. So he went around the entire front row and gave the entire crowd baby powder. I would honestly keep this in your entrance because it looked cool. It did. Um, so then when he went up and did the clap himself, the entire crowd did the clap and the whole place was a smoke show and it was awesome looking. And I know one person who was not happy about that and that was Deshaun, Deshaun Pratt. Pratt said it had to get cleaned up. <laughs> it must be cleaned up. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I've always respected Deshaun Pratt as a wrestler and oh. all his personality shown tonight. Oh my God. He, he I, Wrestling is obviously like there too, but the personality he brought to the table. You know what? You know what Deshaun so brought. Deshaun brought this out, like to me, like Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. Where if you're not paying attention, you miss it. Mm-hmm. Deshaun did that tonight. Where if you were if you were watching him, you got some gems. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody in the crowd was chanting, which I don't. I never put the two and two together, but they were chanting Kevin Hart at him. Yeah, yeah he kind of looks like because he has a little bit of a Kevin Hart look to him. Um, so, and then he was kind of eating it up, like, you come around and you say it, you come around and you say what you check, like, and he was, he was giving it right back to the fans, but my God, he put a, like, not only just a clinic in the ring, but the small stuff he did, really good stuff. And yeah, and if you like, um, if you do like the more aerial style and the, I guess the, you could say the flippy style and, and stuff like that, this was the match for you, obviously, Facades there and some other guys. I think that was the first I've ever seen Bro Killer, and he's another guy where Great the look. look is there. Great look. The the, the, the tights are color, the trunks are colorful. He, he Great carries shape. himself well. He's in excellent shape. Good looking guy. Yeah, and um, and facade has that whole just a unique thing to him. PPW using the black the blue the black light. Yeah, up, and then kind of letting that really that neon show. Yes, they. Did. He went around and he, he spray painted kids signs for them. It, dude, it was awesome. I, when we first started up, I, I saw his shirts. And I said, like, yeah, he has a I Dragon really, Ball Z inspired shirt with his yes. with his girl, yeah, Danny. And when I when first five minutes we walked in, I was like, I already cannot wait to see him wrestle tonight. Yeah, and he did. Not I told you him. he was going to be amazing. He is. He was my favorite. Him being in that match was my favorite match of the night. Yeah, yeah. He he's one. He's another one you'll remember. And, and then we had uh, the last man. Well, yeah, and um, yeah. Unfortunately. Um, there, there's an outside spot where Rembrandt does a moonsault off the top rope into the crowd, and you just hear a sickening clang. At his legs um, hit yeah. the uh, the guardrail. Yeah. And those are not flimsy guardrails. They're solid steel guardrails. And oof, and and, and the, the, he he's a grown silent. man, and he came off a backflip off the top rope to the outside, and his legs hit it, and it didn't even that guardrail didn't even attempt to fall down. No, so because he's coming straight down, so it's it was just like yeah. Oh my goodness, it did not look good. Um, early reports are kind of coming out that he may have a 
a break or a crack or something with his shin. Um, so I, once again, you're, you know, these guys go out there and are doing this for you guys, for entertainment for, for people. So if, when you go, man, I always say bring an extra 20, 20, 40 bucks, get a t-shirt. Cause these guys are working their asses off. Like if he does have a leg break, like he's, gonna be out, he's for out for a while, you know what I mean? And that's a second, that's like, you know what I mean? So that though. And you don't know what he's doing in his real life to have a shoot job, whatever yeah, you want to call you it. You have no so, idea yeah. what's going on in his personal life. So he, he went out there and put on the line for people, man. And, and man, it was, as soon as he went up there in my heart, my, in, in my head, I was like, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Cause I mean, from a spect- I, like. For me, it's sometimes it's like, man, it's gonna look real cool, but I'm like, man, that's a really sketchy spot. I don't want, I don't want anyone to ever get hurt, you know. That's, but uh, yeah, it did not look good. But testament to his his toughness, man. He finished the match. He got up oh and God. finished the match and just kept walking on it and running around on it. And he wasn't like he just laid there. He he got back up and got in the match. And um, wow. Yeah, amazing. And uh, obviously, we hope for nothing but the best for him, and hopefully, it all works out. And like you said, just support, support your local indie wrestler. Yeah. And because these people aren't making millions of dollars working indie shows. And, nope. And yeah, they can use all the support they can get. And then you have, then you have the other people on the other side, like, well, why are they doing that stupid flippy shit in a gym for 15 people? Because you never know in those 15 people if someone's videotaping or goes and makes a plug with wrestling the way it is now, and all these companies who are snatch, snatching people up. You got to go out and give your A game. Not only that, it's a labor of love. They're doing it because they love it. Yeah. And, Hey, why do people ride bikes? You could, the same thing could happen riding a bike. Exactly. And um, no, just uh, it, obviously we, we wish nothing but the best for uh, to Rembrandt. Um, and, and it just headed toward the finish here. It was Facade picking up the win, mm-hmm. uh, pitting Deshaun Pratt. So Facade is your number one contender yeah. uh, to the PPW heavyweight title. And, and Deshaun, like, yeah. Deshaun, uh, this is going to be a deep cut that not everybody's going to know. But I, I said Terry Funk earlier. He kind of looked like Terry Funk, looking like Hollywood John Tatum. Uh, oh, the facial expressions. Yeah, selling, he stumbled uh, all the way back to the ring. St- all the way back to the apron. I mean, amazing. the crowd. I mean, the, the curtain, the curtain. And then he's in front of the area where there's a lot of kids. And he just wipes out and does a pratfall. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, Real quick, we did forget one other quick little Easter egg tidbit. And it was on during the Sambo show when uh, oh, Sam, yeah. Sam Adams goes on the top rope and screams, I will rule you. And <laughs> I did not get it at first. And then Brian goes, did you understand that? I go, what? And he goes, ready to rumble. And I went, oh my God, the that king. Was, that was the king, Jimmy King. Jimmy I'll King, I will rule you. Yeah, so uh, it did not go unnoticed, Sam. And then, he, yeah, he got and he crowned the opposition he and did. the uh, Sambo show was victorious. All right, well, we are getting close to possible here. So we got to so yeah, hurry this up. Uh, and then we had uh, Charles Mason against uh, the man you can trust, Evander James. Good match. Excellent very match. match. Very back and forth. Very competitive. Uh, I hate to give him the short shrift, but uh, Evander James picks up the win uh, afterward. Charles such a good heel, man. He is. He spit on the crowd. It's awesome. We tried to. He spit on the announcer. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was headed toward me, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. But it, uh, it got blocked. Super heel. I love it. And, and Evander James... Um, uh, Japan did him well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he, he the presentation is there. Everything he does is crisp and looks great. He and, he went to Japan, very very talented and came yeah. back came back polished. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then the Titan Outlaws hit the ring afterward and beat down it. Well, first Evander James offers a handshake and Charles Mason says no, and starts to walk back. The Titan Outlaws blow by him and start beating down Evander James, and that prompts Charles Mason to come back in and make the save and shake his hand. 
and give him some Shrek. So are we getting a are we getting a a, a new side? Yeah, the billionaire playboy. I don't know what to think of it. He, like you said, he's. I mean, I, I, I'm sure he'll be fine as a baby face too. But he's such a good heel. Yeah, one. Like, uh, I don't know. Let's count our. Let's get our tallies here tonight. So that's one. That's one turn. That's one turn. Our one character change. So, uh, fa- 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 uh, heel to baby face maybe. Yep, seemed like it. Yeah. Uh, then in our next match, you have Antonio Rivera, the Dominican Dream, uh, taking what a new dance thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they almost take out, took out a whole life. Took out a life rig, yeah. Oh man, uh, <laughs> and, I love that kid. And yeah, and, and, and uh, we'll we'll get to it when we yeah. talk about the match. He uh, he was going he was getting a TV title shot here against TV champion Johnny Moran. Yeah. Who had a whole entourage with him? He had two oh. uh, two goons. He had Drew Adams on his hoverboard. Well, Drew Adams had two bodyguards. Yeah, with him. Yeah, there was Drew's bodyguards. And then he yeah. came out with uh, TJ, and TJ, then, and Andy Hedder. And Andy, who was doing commentary with yep. uh, with TJ. Yeah. With uh, Phil, who was the guy who got... I thought I was getting the spit, but then uh, Phil got spat on. Yeah, Phil took it for us. And then uh, he took the bullet for us. And then... Uh, Thanks, Phil. Andy was doing uh, doing some commentary with him. And then... Um, like, I know Antonio was pretty new. Uh, he's like him, Drew... Yeah, held held his own. He held his own. He's, he's getting there. He, uh, he actually made uh, a tap happen, but the ref did not see it because he was distracted by Drew Adams. And, yeah. yeah and, and, again, the odds are just stacked against the poor kid. To the point where Johnny Moran is just sensing danger here, sensing he's in trouble, and he grabs that title belt and just whacks, whacks Antonio in the head in front of the ref. You get the DQ, and then you get the beatdown. Drew Adams, Drew Adams, uh, Goons, and, and Johnny Moran all beating down Antonio Rivera until until you get TJ, and you get our boy Andy Hedder coming in to... Just Kinda, say, he, say what the hell? Yeah, like, like yo, man, don't do that. And and there's a little shoving, pushing the shoving, going along, and and TJ and Andy Hedder have nothing of nothing of it, and they just come at him. Yeah, clear the ring. Clear the ring. Drew Adams is last, and Drew Adams is not a man who is equipped to fight two on one. He's not the biggest guy in the world. No, he's tall, but and by the way, Andy threw us. They both threw stunners. Yeah, and Andy, Andy did the one-handed, and, yeah. And Andy did a little uh, finger salutes to the guy when he, as he went down. Yeah. A little, yeah, a little, little Easter egg there. And, and I, I kind of had a little foreshadowing with this uh, this turn was coming uh, because Andy was a bad guy, and then during the intermission, he's over at the uh, the merch table, and this kid comes up with a PPW trading card to get a complete yeah. set for $20. And uh, he signed the autograph for a little kid. I'm like, I think... Uh, it's Christmas time. I think Andy Hedder's heart grew three sizes. He grew three sizes. So our tallies are the two. Two turns. Two, two turns. turns. Two turns. Two two, fa- uh, two villains f- to baby faces. In, Heels to baby in faces. Two matches, and then from there we had the women's title match. So real quick with this one, we have four amazing talented women in the ring. Most of the front row and attendance tonight. There is a lot of people who bring their young daughters. Mm-hmm. A lot of little girls in the crowd. Yep. A lot of little girls who are not just there because they're being brought by their parents, but they're there because they, they have a there's a there's a new revelation a revolution of women's wrestling. Hate it or love it, you can make fun of it all you want. WWE, you know, put it out there for the masses, and then every other company is you know has been doing it. But the, I I truly feel that WWE making that push has really really shed a light on women's wrestling, and and they're being taken a lot more serious. Oh, totally. And it, it, and it's too. not just the boys' game anymore. <laughs> So these this young little crowd of just un- girls from 13 and under in the crowd cheering them on, making signs, buying into the wrestling experience, watch four women superstars 
go out there and, and, and put on a clinic and put a great match on. Yeah. They, they and I, I, you know, Veda Scott, Adina Steele, Christina Marie, and um, Danny Moment. And Danny Moment. I, I, I truly, truly feel that uh, you, you women have went out there and inspired a new generation of possible wrestlers. I think they're going to hit a spot and be like, you know what? I, I want to train. I want to do this. Well, we see it firsthand with our big fan, Alexis. Yes. She does the same. Like, she, that's what she wants. She and, wants, you know. And we know how much she loves Adina Steele, too. Yeah. And um, and Adina held her on here. I, when we talked to her on the show, I was amazed to hear she's only been doing this two years because she has presence yeah. that, that you can't really learn it. It takes a long time to learn, it, and she has it. And same thing with Christina Marie. Christina Marie, she just brings that power game to the table and and just that strength. And and then you have uh, Veda Scott, who's been on the big stage, too. She's been in Ring of Honor. And, and Danny Moe is very new as well. Today was and her opener. Her, her, it was a PBW, PBW debut. Yeah. But I think she, less has, she has less than 10 matches on her yeah, belt. She, yes. She's done spots and facades matches, but as far as actually being in the ring bell to bell, she's very new to it. And you can see that a little bit, but... She's getting there. We've, we've been asking, man. PPW, get us a women's division, and and they. This is a good step from the right direction. And somehow, some way, Christina Marie still hangs on. Yeah, she squeaks she it out. Still hangs on, squeaks out the win. Make sure uh, she reminds every woman in the match: I beat you, I beat you, yeah. I beat you, and you have no chance. And from there, uh, we have our main event. It's Casey Navarro uh, as the underdog uh, against uh, the Clutch Adams, the PPW Heavyweight Champion. And Clutch is, uh, he's, he's, in, he's in good shape. He's, uh, you know, he's a, a decent-sized guy. But he's never going to really be able to be that monster big guy unless he's in, in there with a guy who's small but mighty like Casey Navarro. Yeah. And and that's why Casey Navarro is such a great baby face because he is that quintessential underdog. And they had a great back and forth. Uh, Clutch, is, uh, Clutch is doing what he can and, and trying to use his power, trying to use his size advantage. But Casey Navarro has that athleticism. And he's staying in, staying in, and staying in it. And eventually, Clutch gets mad. He comes out out near us, at right at ringside. He takes um, he takes Phil's chair right out from under him. Well, he takes his title and goes to leave. Oh yeah, he tried to walk and out. And then he goes to walk out, and lo and behold, there's Sebastian Cage. Sebastian Cage. He's okay now. Blocks blocks the entrance and says, "Hey man, you get back in that ring, and you're gonna finish this match." Mm -hmm. And forces him back to get in there. Then. Uh, you know, turn of events, and now he goes and grabs the chair. Yeah, you're right. I, I totally missed. I yep. totally messed up on that. Yeah. Then, then Clutch comes out and grabs the chair from uh, from Phil, gets in the ring, goes to swing it, but Sebastian Cage takes it away from him. Yep. Takes it away from him, and Clutch Adams gets laid out by Casey a super kick. By a super kick, Casey Navarro goes to the top rope, and Sebastian Cage waffles him in the back with a chair. He goes down. And uh, Clutch Adams gets the pin because of um, Sebastian Cage betraying his friend. So that's three. Three turns tonight. Bro. 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 <laughs> uh, I think sometimes indie wrestling uh, is guilty. Like, indie shows sometimes be guilty of just relying on the matches and not doing enough storytelling. I don't mind those turns, though. I think going into the new year, I think you're going to get some, fre you have some fresh stories going into the year. Yeah, and if I could, but I could just make one little, I don't want to, like, kind of kill him, but yeah. I think it's too much. I think you cheapen the turns. When you have three of them in, in well, four matches. Here, here's here's where I, I could agree with that, but I, I will put a counter argument here. A lot of times, and this is not, I'm not trying to say they rely heavily on it, but you have a lot of times where PPW will try to bring in some stars to bring some people in the, yeah, you know, that's true. and they don't really have time to really build on their roster and their stories because they're always trying to cater into a guest. Mm -hmm. So I think tonight was a good opportunity for them to be like, hey, 
Let's let's change some characters up a little bit. Let's yeah. let's maybe make some people hate okay. face or heel. Tonight's a really good opportunity for us to really showcase our roster and take it into the new year with some new talent, our new faces, our new new direction. I can see that. Yeah. So I I, I don't I didn't mind it, but I mean, we I know we made a little Russo joke, a little <laughs> bro. But uh, no, I thought it was a good night, and you know I I I kind of liked it. Like, listen, I, I'm always I'm always excited to see you know a superstar grace us at, at a PPW show and see some big big names. But then I, tonight was really nice to see just the PPW roster go out there yeah, and do their thing. And, and your stars you did bring in, your people you did import, Blue Meanie and Veda Scott, who who both, are both took the fall. Yes, Blue Meanie and not and they were in multi-person matches where you could hide them and, and they could have been uh, pricks about it. Yep, they both went out there and laid Meanie got yeah. pinned, Veda got pinned. Yeah, and yeah, so. So, so more power to them too because they they came in and they helped the uh, the local. So yeah, you're right. They helped the uh, the homegrown talent themselves. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that was the PPW show. Um, we are actually pulling up to Brian's house now. Um, so we'll we'll end it here. But that's our car ride home episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Go support your local wrestling. Um, we're going to be doing this a lot more. I think we have a backbreaker show coming up soon. We're going to be going to before I think before the in January in January, and then we have a lot more stuff going on. So tune in. Uh, Austin, that last closing words, what do you think of the show? I thought it was awesome. Had a good time? I, I genuinely had a great time tonight. Awesome, awesome. Brian? Yeah, very fun time. Always have fun at uh, Indie Wrestling, and, and PPW does put on a very professional, very polished product, and they take care of their fans, and, 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 the, and the matches are good, too. Bell to Bell, it's very good as well. Anyone, anyone surprised you tonight? Um, Sambo show. I, I knew they were good. I didn't know they were that good. Yeah. Uh, Sam Adams, uh, no, especially, but yeah. everything was crisp, everything just had a punch to it, and yeah, they, they raised their game, I thought. Alright, well, who you got? I thought, Son. Son. That was his energy and how he actually was. Yeah. That was the first time I ever met him, and he was there, and how technical he was. Yeah. Um, I think my MVP of the night, I'm, I'm going to give it to, uh, to, to Deshaun Pratt. Um, I know he is the person. I just, like I said, if you were watching him and you, if you weren't watching him, you missed some stuff. Um, he, he, he was fun tonight. He was really entertaining. So that's going to wrap it up for uh, Tornado Jack's podcast and our, our ride home show, uh, PPW. We'll see you guys next time.